It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Oklahoma City Thunder play a highly anticipated game today. What it's like to have those emotions back in Bricktown, plus what's the best Worst and most likely case scenario for this four-game road trip. We'll talk about it all coming up on today's Locked on Thunder podcast. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, media member and editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com. Ryland Styles, you can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod. Email the show, LOThunderPod at gmail.com. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. We're going to dive into the Oklahoma City Thunder West Coast trip, the best, worst, and most likely case scenario for the Thunder on this trip. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. It's the best sports book around. And the Thunder tonight are going to kick off a very exciting trip. So here it is. At Clippers, which they're 2-0 against the Clippers this season. A day off Wednesday. And then at Clippers again on Thursday. At Lakers on Friday. That's a back-to-back. They're 1-1 against the Lakers uh, this season so far. So this game will decide the tiebreaker between these two teams. If the Thunder can steal one game uh, you know, and beat the Clippers at least once in this baseball-style series, they'll also get the tiebreaker over the Clippers uh, as well. Then they have a day off to travel up to Portland. And when they get to Portland, they'll play, of course, the Trailblazers, who the Thunder already have the tiebreaker over with a 3-0 and record against Portland. This group of games will shake up the standings in a dramatic fashion. The Thunder right now sit at 35 and 36. Yes, they once again have a chance to get back to 500, you know, for the first time this season. So far this season, they've had this chance many a times and they failed in each occurrence. Can they stop that uh, skid against the Clippers tonight? We'll find out. The Thunder is currently tied with a winning percentage for seeds eight through 10. 
right now they're in nine to do the tiebreakers, but so if the if the season were to end today, they'd be the ninth seed. But the Thunder are only a half game out of the seventh seed. The Thunder are a game away from the sixth seed, which allows them to avoid the play-in tournament altogether, where they are just firmly planted in the NBA postseason. And that is such an amazing, you know, story, an amazing um, feeling all in of itself. In the last 10 games, the Thunder are 7-3. and three. And then the teams around them. The Thunder have been miles and miles and miles better than the teams around them since 2023. Like, they have far and away the best net rating of all these teams since the start of January 1st, 2023. Portland has lost six straight games, and it feels like they're out of it four games back of ten. The Pelicans are four and six in the last ten games, and I I just don't know if they can get right considering how um, unlucky they've been with injuries. And Utah... I, I struggle to put Utah in a box because I feel like their fan base would be pounding the table the same way that we were a couple of weeks ago. We're, we're just, we just want so bad to say, well, you know, the Jazz are surely going to start losing at some point, right? But then they get a big win yesterday over the Kings, and, they, and they're 5-5 five and five in the last 10 games, and right now they'd be in the play-in tournament. So go listen to Locked On Jazz to figure out what the Jazz are going to do because that's what I'm going to be doing after this podcast because I have no idea what to think of Utah. But the bottom line is the Thunder have everything in front of them. And to this point, based upon the sample size that we have of this specific season, the Thunder are one of the top 10 teams in the West. And so on this trip, there is excitement built up. There is anticipation built up and there is some nerves. The feelings are back. The emotions are back of basketball here in Oklahoma City, here in Oklahoma as as a state, here in the entire fan base, wherever you are at. You're feeling that 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 weird sort of excitement mixed with kind of nervousness, that, that just sports feeling. It's back in OKC already after two years. So some notes about this trip. SGA on the road in LA over the entirety of his career. 22 points, four rebounds, five assists, and a steal per game. But SGA, since the 2020 2021 season in LA. Get ready for this. 28 points, four rebounds, six assists, a steal, 49% shooting from the floor, 51% from three on four attempts a game. He is sensational when he goes to LA. He is immaculate in LA. And, And the sample size of him being the guy, being the face of a franchise, being the leader of a team, when he steps foot, in Staples Center, now known as you know, Crypto.com Arena, whatever it's called. It's tried and true that he is going to put on a show. And so with the Clippers 5-5 five and five in the last 10 games, it, it, it wouldn't surprise you if the Thunder were able to get one of these games. And another note about this road trip is you've got to figure out what to do with Shea in general. Uh, not only do defenses have to figure out how to defend him, which at this point in the year, it seems impossible. But for the Thunder, how do you manage him with that with that abdominal strain? Do you sit him on the front night of the back-to-back against the Clippers and let him play versus the Lakers? Do you sit him on the back end like usual and let him sit versus the Lakers? Do you play him in both 
and then you sit him in both of the Hornets and the Pistons game? Like, does that does that make sense medically? I'm not a doctor. I don't know if that's how it works. Maybe it doesn't work that way. Maybe you just have to sit him uh, in one of each. But when you look at this stretch of the season, I think ideally what you would do from a medical perspective of, like, managing Shea, if you could just handpick the outcomes of these games, I think that you would take tonight's game in LA, win it, clinch the tiebreaker over the Clippers, rest him on Thursday if you must rest him in the back-to-back scenarios, which they have said that they have to do. Rest him on Thursday, play him on Friday against the Lakers, win that game, clinch the tiebreaker um, over the Lakers. So I think that that might might be an, an idealistic view of it. Uh, and then if you lose tonight's game, then then that kind of, then at that point, what do you do? Would you rather have the tiebreaker over the Clippers or the Lakers? I think that you probably lean towards winning that tiebreaker over the Lakers still because of just the nature of what the standings look like at this point. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how this team manages SGA. That's for sure. So what are the best, the worst, and the most likely case scenarios for this Thunder team and for what will be the rest of this season on this road trip. It'll start It'll start to pave the way for what the rest of this season will look like for OKC. We're going to talk about all that coming up. But first, I want to say right now, about our good friends over at FanDuel, folks. FanDuel is incredible. FanDuel is there for you. It is America's number one sports book. Go check it out today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Go check it out as the tournament is heating up in men and women's college basketball. You can download the America's number one sportsbook app in FanDuel. If you're new, that's perfect. You get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 and bonus bets back if your first bet does not win. So download the FanDuel sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to the point scores to three-pointers drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So do not miss this chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go over there to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. It is the official uh, sports betting partner of the NBA as well. And let's go there right now to their NBA lines. You have Thunder Clippers tonight. Thunder are plus seven underdogs by seven points in this game. If I were you, and if you felt up to it, I think that I, I think that I'd like the Thunder plus seven in this one. So go check it out today, thunder.com slash lockdown. Wilson, you sent the game winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a four fifty-five meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, Everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. We're back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. Make sure you subscribe across all podcasting platforms, including on YouTube. And for your second listen, go check out the Game to the Game podcast, uh, the NBA recapped for you in 15 minutes or less by all of our local hosts about the games from the night before around the association. Go check that out. Also check out Locked On NBA and NBA Big Board, getting you ready for the NBA draft. 
what's the best case scenario for the Thunder in this road trip? The obvious answer is they win all four games. And that's not necessarily the stretch that it feels like it is. Granted, you have to keep into perspective that the Thunder are not good on the road. However, no team in the West is. I mean, there's only two teams with an above 500 record on the road in the Western Conference this season. But in these four games, with everything that's on the line, with that with that monumental win over the Suns, which could carry some momentum, some can carry some weight into these next four games, with SGA's track record against LA teams and in LA, and the possibility which was kind of sort of maybe hinted at by Mark um, a couple of days ago of possibly figuring out how to rest him later and right now playing him in both of these back you know, games in LA with the possibility of that looming. I don't know how likely that is, but again, it's, it's somewhat of a possibility right now. And we're talking about the very, 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 very best case scenario. If everything went perfectly perfect for OKC, you win all four games as SGA looks elite. Josh Giddy has played really well under the brightest lights in his career to this point, uh, both in the NBL, but also in the NBA, like his, his triple doubles. Where, where does he get them? MSG. Like he, he performs at the Mecca. He performs really well on, on these kind of marquee type of games. We saw Jalen Williams perform really well in that game against the Lakers. Whenever LeBron was getting the scores title and he was sitting over there with a massage gun while they're pre- presenting LeBron, all these different uh, you know, presentations after he breaks the scoring record, he was all he was all business, getting ready to go. Like these guys seem like they're going to rise to the occasion, and even in games against better teams that they lose, they're very competitive. They go down to the wire, and maybe they just can't quite get over the hump yet. So I think that these games are going to be inherently close, and at that point, it's just a couple bounce of the balls. But we've seen the core of this team look really good whenever they're faced with pressure, when they're faced with big games, when they're faced with games that have a ton of implications, especially in the standings. They drop the game in Toronto, immediately come back, steal the game against Phoenix after not looking you know, great in the first quarter, they were able to overcome it. And the Lakers and Clippers are by no means a buzzsaw. That's why they're in this position. Like The Lakers and Clippers have had some bad losses. They've had some games where they don't show up. They've had some games where uh, they just don't look like a competent basketball team. What if that happens? Portland looks like they've given up. And, 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 by, and by Sunday, they very well could have just given up. So being 4-0 would basically lock you in to a play-in spot as long as you take care of business against the teams that are in front of you like the Hornets, Pistons, Pacers, and Jazz. Like 4-0 would be incredible, both standings-wise it would be at that point five straight wins for this team. And that's how young teams kind of get rolling. That's how young teams, you know, sort of get going in the right direction. Let's talk the worst case scenario for OKC. The worst case scenario is, hey, it's, it's March 21st. It's time for the Clippers to get going, getting ready for the playoffs. And the Clippers with Kawhi, with Paul George, they look dominant. They look awesome. Russell Westbrook turns back the clock against his old team, has a, has a vintage couple of games, and the Clippers sweep this baseball-style series over the Thunder, just like you swept the series over them way back in October. 
And then you have to rest SGA against the Lakers. So, I mean, SGA's out at that point on the worst-case scenario, and the Lakers win. Austin Reeves dominates AD, of course. Uh, plays looks good. And then you go to Portland, and, you know, you're on the road. It's getaway day. You just want to get back home after a long, disappointing road trip, and you put up a stinker in Portland, and you lose. However, still have a tiebreaker for Portland, even with that loss. But still, you lose to Portland, um, and then head back home. At that point, you leave yourself no margin for error. You literally will have to beat the Hornets, the Pistons, the Jazz, the Pacers. And you probably need to steal one more game over over um, a team like Memphis or Golden State or whoever that you want to throw in that category of, of Phoenix, you know, on that last home game, of teams that on paper would be better than OKC. So at that point, your, your, razor for, you know, your margin for error is razor thin during the worst case scenario which I don't think that the worst-case scenario is going to happen, just like I don't think that the best-case scenario is going to happen, which is why we have a most likely-case scenario. Look, the most likely-case scenario is Oklahoma City beats Portland. Let's just get that out of the way. I know that we're still hesitant. I know that we still let those those preseason memories and predictions creep back into our head. The bottom line is, factually sitting here today, the Thunder are a better team than the Portland Trailblazers. End of discussion. End of discussion. Dame plays, Dame doesn't play. The Thunder are a better team than Portland this year. The Thunder have won in Portland this year. So don't even hold up the road record. The Thunder are going to go to Portland and they're going to beat Portland. So they're at least going to be one in three if we can agree on those facts. Another fact, SGA always plays spectacular in L.A. He always finds a way to play an amazing game, to hit clutch shots, to will his team to a win against these L.A. teams. So I feel very comfortable in saying he will do that at least once this week. When he's got at least two cracks at an L.A. team, if he plays in all three, he's got three cracks at an L.A. team in L.A. So that puts you at two and two. And it's not as though the Lakers have been superb. They just lost to the Rockets. But I still think the most likely case scenario is you lose a game um, in L.A., at least one, probably lose two in L.A., and then you beat Portland and you beat, and you beat L.A. once. You beat one of the L.A. teams once, you beat Portland, and then you're two and two. I think that that is the most likely outcome. And holding serve on the road in this conference where we just mentioned that no team can do that, like where where the Western Conference road records are abysmal. Even the first seed Denver Nuggets are 500 on the road. The Sacramento Kings are the only team that have a significant road record that's of any significance. The Clippers are one game you know ahead of 500 on the road. And then... It's all under 500, including the defending champion Warriors, 8 and 29. So holding serve on the road, going 2 and 2 here, while coming back home to take on the Hornets and the Pistons, would be a fantastic showing. And one that I think is fairly likely. Like, you beat Portland, and then you just win one of three games in LA against LA teams who. 
are very talented. Like uh, Clippers, of course, very talented. They're, they're going to play Kawhi tonight. They're going to play Paul George tonight. They're going to play Russell Westbrook tonight. They're going to play their guys except for Norm Powell. He's the only one that's out tonight. You know, the Clippers are talented. The Lakers have AD. Like that's that's awesome. And Austin Reeves, who's playing phenomenal to the point where he gets an hour long highlight film on YouTube. Uh, but they're by no means unbeatable. Like if they were unbeatable, they wouldn't be in the same position as the rest of this 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 conference. The Lakers right now, if the season ended today, would not be a playoff team. They are what their record says that they are. So I think that two and two is very likely. And that's and that is what would be perfect for OKC. Obviously, four and zero would be great. Three and one would be awesome. But two and two would really be perfect for OKC. And no matter what happens, the rest of, of this season and the rest of this road trip, it has already been great to this point because feelings are back in Oklahoma City for basketball, and that's a great thing. I'll tell you why coming up. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. We're back on the Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, Lockdown Thunder podcast. Subscribe for free across all podcasting platforms so you never miss an episode, including on YouTube. Uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter as well at Ryland underscore styles. And folks, I don't care if the best case scenario happens, if the worst case scenario happens, or if the most likely case scenario happens. What I care about is the fact that waking up today on March 21st, there is a overwhelming sense of excitement for game day. There is an overwhelming sense of joy, of care, of, of really, really, really wanting this win, wanting to beat the Clippers, wanting to go spam the, the trade memes on Twitter. And you wake up this deep in the season with only 12 games left or whatever it is. Only a game away from the sixth seed. You wake up today knowing that you have a superstar who can win you any game that he plays in. So, if you make the playoffs, if you miss the playoffs, if you go 4-0, if you go 0-4, the future is still incredibly bright because after two short years, the Thunder are playing meaningful basketball on the biggest stage in the NBA tonight. And they're playing meaningful games without Chet Holmgren. And let's make sure that we understand what that means. I don't necessarily even mean that Chet Holmgren being on this team would make them a four seed or a three seed or whatever. I'm saying that this team took a canyon size leap. They are so competitive this year compared to last year. They're in such a position in the standings this year compared to last year. And they don't have Chet Holmgren. He's not the crutch. He's not the, oh, okay, yeah, but they're only doing this because of Chet Holmgren being back. Because of Chet Holmgren being the pick. You have not even seen the best pick of the rebuild in terms of positioning. Your only top five pick of this rebuild 
has not played a minute for you, and you've already made this progress where you have an amazing coach, where you have a superstar, where you have Jalen Williams, who looks like a future all-star, and many people around the NBA, nationally, locally, players, former players, whatever it is, coaches, they're all saying that Jalen Williams can be a future all-star. And that's no longer just a niche opinion. That's no longer just local hyperbole. You've seen Jalen Williams turn into a all-star caliber player. You've seen Josh Giddy take significant strides that continue to be undervalued. If they had this exact same record with Chet, it would be kind of kind of even more nerve-wracking because at that point you're just hoping, okay, everyone keeps keep getting better, keep being a little bit better. No, they've done all this before they've seen their only top five pick of the rebuild step on the floor. They've also found really good role players. They've also done a lot of good things in development. And like I said, they've gotten a legitimately great coach. But you know what? You're here now. You're in this position. You're a game away from sixth place. All you got to do is hold serve and you're in the postseason one way or the other. This has been all house money. This has been all gravy. This has been all fantastic stuff. But you've got a superstar in a star-driven league. You've got the record in the schedule to be able to make the playoffs. And you're here now, so you might as well win. You might as well go out there and win and take care of business and continue to declare yourself as one of the best young up-and-coming teams in the NBA. Continue to show that canyon leap that's taking place right now. And it's great to have these feelings, to have this excitement about Thunder basketball back again. So folks, on tomorrow's show, we're going to recap this game against the Clippers And we're going to be here for you every single day and after every game. So make sure you subscribe across all podcasting platforms, including on YouTube. And until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.